Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 48. It is December, which is holiday holiday season, and um, Amy and I have a, a great podcast for you today. We're going to discuss um, some possible Christmas gifts, which are genealogical books for your research, and where you can get them, why we like them, and also another gift to you is uh, continuing your genealogical education mm-hmm. and possible uh, options for you to do that next year. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, we have a wine. Of course we have a wine. Amy? Well, um, one of our listeners um, sent us an email, Laura from Connecticut, and she recommended Thousand Stories. What a great name. Right? It's perfect for what we do. Yes. We are, we have, there's a thousand stories in our, uh, in our, with our ancestors. So uh, it's this is a um, thousand stories. It's Zinfandel. It's a bourbon barrel aged uh, red wine. It's from California. Um, this is uh, 2016, and um, from what I understand, um, this is like one of the first labels, the first um, wines to actually be bourbon barrel aged. So now that's a thing. But this was one of the first ones. So it's um, it's got a kind of it's it's got a really nice. Um, Okay, but when it's it's a lighter, it's a Zinfandel. So well, it's, a lighter. it's interesting. Okay, well, first of all, yes. um, Laura had on hers that she has a Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. but this is a Zinfandel. This is a Zinfandel. They didn't have the, a Pinot Noir. So where we I had went, to so. mm-hmm. go with what we got. Yep. So yeah, you poured the glass, and I took a, a good whiff of it, and I was like, oh. Because I'm not going to like you're this. Picking I was thinking your... it was going to be super tannin. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to mm-hmm. have like the whole puckered up face and everything and let it breathe a little bit. But you're right. It smells heavy mm-hmm. and, and like that's going to mm-hmm. hit you, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's mm-hmm. very smooth and light. Yeah. Yeah. And warming. Mm-hmm. Very warming. Mm-hmm. Like warming yeah. in your chest, kind of like mm-hmm. that brandy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like I like drinking up. reds in, mm-hmm. in the winter. I mean, not that it gets super cold here, but it's just it's gets cold warmer. today. <laughs> It gives you a warmer feeling when you drink the red yeah. wine, because of course the whites are. Um, Let me take another sip. Refrigerated. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. you're liking it. Right? I do like it. Yeah, I do like it. I would buy this. See, for sure. Okay, mm-hmm. so we found another red. So thank you, Laura. That Penny likes. Yay! We could be branching out to red. <laughs> it's very good. So yes, thank you, Laura, for that recommendation. So. All right, so we're, we're going to talk about Christmas, giving ourselves Christmas gifts, asking others to gift us <laughs> genealogical <laughs> things are genealogically useful yes, to us. Yes. So now this is a great time of year to put genealogical books, research books on your Christmas list, or, um, you know, maybe start thinking about putting some money away to do some continuing education, mm-hmm. uh, because we always are learning in, in genealogy. There's, there's always something that... that um, either a new resource or a new technique or new documents we've never used before. So we right. always should be learning and looking for opportunities to right. learn. And even if it's something you feel pretty confident about, there's always something new coming up that somebody has a great yep. resource for or mm-hmm. a technique for that uh, you yeah. can up your game a little bit. So let's talk about educational opportunities okay. first, and then we'll talk about our Christmas list book list. Um, 
So I have um, attended two different um, institutes over the years. Um, I've gone three times. Um, I've attended the Institute for Genealogical and Historical Research um, that is currently um, um, in uh, being held every, um, I think it's July now, in Athens, Georgia, at the University of Georgia. Uh, it was formerly in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, registration is in February every year, and for all of these institutes, you have to be registering the day of the time that they say because these fill up so fast. So if you're interested in taking any of these courses, make sure you are there at your computer the day of to register for the classes. Um, so registration is in February, and this is a great opportunity to sit in a small class uh, and have experts in the genealogical field. Um, instruct you all week long. And it's not just one person, they bring in other people. Um, so it's always entertaining, but so instructional, and I've, I found it very useful. Um, so um, I've been to the IGHR twice, and then I've also attended the Genealogical Research Institute of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, also called GRIP. Um, they run two sessions in the summer, June a, ses a, June, a June session and a July session. Uh, and that is hosted at um, LaRoche College, um, just, I think it's just north of Pittsburgh. And again, registration's in February for that. But I mean, you get to take classes and, from people like Tom Jones, um, Blaine Bettinger, um, Karen Stansberry, um, Warren Bittner. I mean, you know, people who um, just are the top of their field and know what they're doing and what they're talking about. So it's a great opportunity to also interact with other genealogists from different parts of the country. Um, I have not attended SLIG, um, the Salt Lake Institute for Genealogy that is in Salt Lake City, um, Utah. It's um, in every January, and I guess I'm not a skier, so Salt Lake in January I don't, seems cold yeah, to me. Yeah, and we're from Florida. And we're from Florida, right? We're um, <laughs> But they also have um, top-notch um, instructors instructors as well, so I definitely want to... It's on my to-do list, And so sure. that one, uh, since it's in January and the registration is in July, um, you have a little more time to think about it and maybe mm -hmm. plan for the following year. Correct. That's something. Right. So, yeah, yeah like you're not... You, yeah, or if you did one of these other two mm -hmm. in July of this mm -hmm. year, mm -hmm. you know, oh, next year I'm, I'm going to be January. headed for that in mm -hmm. six months to kind of space right. out your learning. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So they are nicely planned around the country. So you've got one in the south, one in the Midwest to the mm -hmm. northeast, and then you've got one on the west coast. Um Again, these are week-long courses, so you have to show up on a Sunday evening, and then you, they go all the way through like midday on Friday. Um, it's and like genealogy camp. It's genealogy Yay. camp, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you. Um, um, so this is those are great things to plan for, and um, again, you get to meet people from all over the country, and. Um, then learn again. Um, the topics are, you know, just incredible. Um, for instance, um, like Pitts, let's see, um, at, um, in Utah, they're going settlers in the new world and immigration to a new nation, um, guide to treasures found in the federal records. I mean, these are the, the courses. 
um, early U.S. church records, advanced research tools, land records. I think we need maybe to take, you should take land records. I think maybe we should both take land records. Huh. One <laughs> of us is good. <laughs> Maryland. Um, it's just, of course, on Maryland. Chinese ancestry. Um, advanced Hispanic research, um, introduction to genetic genealogy. So, I mean, you're just going to spend a whole week just, you know, on these top, this that one one topic, which you have to pick one topic. So, um, just some really cool um, opportunities there. Yeah. So, great um, way to really immerse yourself in a specific mm-hmm, niche that mm-hmm. you want to learn more about how to do. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, awesome. So, um, so all three of those um, institutes, again, they're held every year. Again, you're seeing about six months, um, five months before. That's when the registration occurs. Right. So you physically have to go. You do if physically this is have not to go. An online so, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, physically yep. have to go. So you can use your frequent flyer miles. You can use your hotel points, which is what I usually do. To, you know, to um, make it cost effective. You know, and um, it's but it's well worth it. Um. If you've already gone to some of these institutes, um, for somebody who is ready to step up a little bit um, in education, um, GenFed, the Genealogical Institute uh, on Federal Records, is held every July in Washington, D.C., and then that is a small group, hands-on, you're working in um, the National Archives in Washington, and you're really... um, walking through everything that there is to offer there, um, both in Washington, D.C. and in the Maryland um, location and as well. And this is, this is for experienced genealogists. Yeah, so yes. if this is a goal for you, mm-hmm. I mean, this would be, this, I shouldn't say that, this should be a goal for you mm-hmm. to, to um, one day partake of this Right, absolutely, uh, right, mm-hmm. absolutely. But mm-hmm. they, they do want, um, and there's a, I think there's like a checklist or some questions that they have on their website. You know, if you can answer those, then you're ready for this course. So um, that's um, an option. Um, I've also done the ProGen Study Group. Um, that is for someone who is thinking about either pursuing genealogy as a career or wanting to... Um, perhaps prepare to um, submit um, some writings to one of the um, uh, peer-reviewed journals, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But it takes you through, it's a really good um, 18-month course on how to do your research, how to write up your research, and and then it also talks about um, being a genealogist um, professionally as well. So, And it takes you through, it uses... um, the professional gene- the book professional genealogist so. and you have uh, peers in your group that mm-hmm. review and yes. critique you have to peer review yes so. yes they break you down into smaller groups it's all online um, and it's eighteen months long you have assignments every month and then you have to peer review everyone else in your group you have to give them feedback on whatever the assignment was. And, um, and then you have a chat about it and there's some guided questions and you have a mentor and it's very well laid out and, um, you know, you're, you're in like a small group of like eight, six or eight people. So, Mm -hmm. um, you get to know each other very well and, um, it's really good. Yeah. I would highly recommend it for somebody who really wants to take their, um, genealogy to a professional level. Yeah. Very good. Um, now Laura in Connecticut, who, um, offers the wine. wine. Yes. She is just finishing up, um, the Boston university certificate program. That is a 15 week intense Mm -hmm. course. I have not taken it, but I know people who have, and it's intense because it's only 15 weeks. Um, but again, I would like to take that. I have, that is Mm -hmm. something that's on my bucket list. Yeah. 
Um, very good. You get a certificate when you're done, um, and it really takes you through the paces on bringing your genealogy, your research, your writing. It touches on, on um, analytics, all of that. Yeah. Now, this is an online course. It is. Um, you do not have to go to Boston for this. It's 15 weeks. So and they offer two different programs. They have a seven-week course, which mm-hmm. is the genealogical principles course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great beginner's exactly, course. Yeah. Like really right. get into mm-hmm. all the nitty-gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, and that runs uh, seven weeks for, it's $1,000. Mm-hmm. And it starts, uh, the next one starts January 21st. They run them all throughout all the year. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, but the certificate in genealogical research mm-hmm. also starts on January 21st, 15 weeks, like you said, $2,700. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, and I think it's a good investment for what you get because you walk mm-hmm. away with mm-hmm. so much information right. and you're such a much better researcher right. when you've yeah. had some mm-hmm. uh, courses yeah. like that. Yeah. And I think the um, the institutes that you go to, they run between five and $600 for tuition. Mm-hmm. Um and but you've got to factor in your airfare and your, um, and your hotel, hotel and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So exactly. it's probably all right. the same cost. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right. Um, let's see. Oh, the National Institute, another online um, option is the National Institutes of Genealogical Studies through the University of Toronto. They do offer certificates um, as well. Different. They have different modules that have um, different certificate programs. Or I believe you can just choose modules to take on your own and, and work on your own. That's nice. That is Especially nice. if you can't go to some of these other mm-hmm. places for a week right, to do that. Right, right. Well, there's also, um, okay, so these are all great, mm-hmm. and but if you're just kind of going, hmm, that's a huge investment mm-hmm. or a huge mm-hmm. time investment, mm-hmm. I'm still a beginner, mm-hmm. just want to learn some of the basics, uh, some of the other great things to do are webinars. Yeah. There's a ton of webinars out there offered by uh, quite a few places. One I or two I would recommend are... The Legacy rep webinars um, at legacy.com. They have, uh, you pay, I can't remember if it's like a yearly fee. I think it's yearly. Um, and I can't remember what the fee is. I'm sorry. I should have researched that. But a multitude. And then you you not only get the new ones that are coming out every month, but you have access to their entire library mm-hmm. of webinars on every subject you mm-hmm. can possibly think of if mm-hmm. you want to learn. All given by respected genealogists in their field, mm-hmm. uh, people who are experts at these um, particular things. Also, Family Tree Magazine has a lot of um, courses and webinars, uh, all kinds of things uh, they offer up, and those are also wonderful as well. Local societies. if Local you, societies, they yes. bring in some of these um, top um, not experts. So if you maybe hear someone um, speak at locally, then, um, you know, you, that may pique your interest in then wanting to then take a course from them. Absolutely. But, um, and the national, um, the, um, national conferences every year yes. too. Um, right. I know, um, Southern California has their jamboree and then there's, um, the national conference every year and rich tech as well. Those are opportunities. Yeah, so there's three to, big mm-hmm. ones that yeah. happen every year and not only the big ones, but some of these local societies, Ohio, OGS, they have a nice, they have a big one, mm-hmm. um, in Ohio. I think it's in Sandusky this year up in that area. They kind of move it around a little bit. They move bit. it around yeah. the state. Mm-hmm. 
and um, they have a lot of the top names come mm -hmm. in. There's genealogical cruises that you That's could true. go on. Right. So if you're a cruise fan <laughs> and you want to get a little learning in, I mean, mm -hmm. I seriously have considered it because I was like, oh, that would be really fun. Um, and they they cruise mm -hmm. at all different places mm -hmm. in the world and have a variety of different speakers, mm -hmm. you know, depending mm -hmm. on what you want to learn or where mm -hmm. you want to go. Um, there's something like that for you as well. So. A lot of good learning opportunities for next year, and I encourage mm -hmm. everyone to really consider taking up some of this. Make it, yes, a New Year's resolution. Yeah, yeah make choose a something. To learn right, something. watch. You know, locate some some webinars that you're interested in. Join the local society or the state society and um, participate in whatever educational opportunities they have, or then maybe make a long term goal to get to one of these institutes. I, I really like the institutes and, um, and then it's maybe some online learning too. Yes. Yeah. So I know one of my goals this year is I've got a lot of family, uh, family history in West Virginia and Virginia before mm -hmm. that, you know, and just trying to focus on that kind of research. So I'm going to be looking for some classes, um, that will help mm -hmm. me really learn how to research mm -hmm. in Virginia Yeah. because mm -hmm. I find it difficult. <laughs> Well, and I need to know it's some difficult from afar. Sometimes. Yeah, it's yes. difficult. I mean, right, we love Richmond. There. We love mm -hmm. the Library of Virginia. It's yes. a wonderful research facility. Right. I've been there. We've been there several times, yes. and I just love it there. But right, how can you research from from afar? afar. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So yep, need to expand on that. We're, and all of us, we are constantly needing to learn. Mm -hmm. And 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 as you as you do research, you come up with your own tips and tricks and you share those with others right you know yeah. sharing yeah. is a big thing that's why it's important i think to really get get to a conference or get to a local society where you can share ideas mm -hmm. and hear what others br brick walls mm -hmm. are or how they overcame those brick walls or resources that they've experienced that you may have not yet yeah so, mm -hmm. all right so what's on our christmas list this year okay for books? so books all right everybody needs Genealogical books. I mean, there's nothing more fun than getting those <laughs> books. <laughs> so, um, Amy, you had a top ten list. I actually made a top ten list. I already have all these books. So these are not on my wish list, but these are the books that I would suggest for I reach for that I needs. use I use on a weekly yes. basis, on a monthly basis. So I have I a made, lot of I shouldn't say I have a lot of. I have some of these books right. as well. We do have yes, we and have. then I have some different books that you don't have. So okay. yep. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so we definitely have some crossover there too. So I made a, a top 10 list and then I added one. <laughs> so I have, I have an 11, um, my top 11, but, um, I, I like, I love the red book. I mean, I know that, that a lot of the stuff in there you can find uh, online, but I just like having that book open in front of me where I can see all the counties on the map. And I can go to, especially if I'm researching within a certain state, you have the whole state with all the counties right there. And then you have, um, where, um, the dates that all of the different records um, started. That's so, so key. Yeah it's, yeah, it's great. Just being so, able to flip through to that page. Mm -hmm. Right. Got it. And it's very, it's got a lot of tips on what um, what's available, what's not available, and where those resources are. So Not on your top ten list, because it's not Ooh. a book, but is also important, are the NGS Guides to States. Yeah. Which have a lot of information. Yes. By state. Yes. In them. Yes, those are like little books. NGS's National Genealogical Society. Right, those little books. Yes, those little books are extremely helpful. I love those. Again, when you're, especially like you said, West Virginia, that would be, they don't have for all states. I don't think they have one for West Virginia. Virginia, West Virginia, though. Yeah. And 
Yeah, the Virginia one is fabulous. I've right. used that one in before. So and, and that's those, kind of a good guide for if you are really only researching in one or two places. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't mm-hmm. need the Red Book because mm-hmm. you don't need every state. Mm-hmm. You just want to focus on something like that. Right. So, it, yeah, it takes you through all the different um, types of records that are available. Right. And, yeah. But the Red Book comes in handy if you're going to be helping other people, like in your mm-hmm. family, like your sister-in-law mm-hmm. or somebody mm-hmm. who says, oh, hey, can you do my family? And they're from Nebraska or right. something. Like, oh, yeah. I don't have that guide. You mm-hmm. know, but, oh, I've got the Red Book. Yep. I can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's great place to start. Mm-hmm. Definitely a great place to start. Um, the professional genealogist, um, again, if you are wanting to step up your genealogy to a more professional level, more professional writing, if you want to be sharing um, your research, which Penny and I are always advocating sharing the research, writing up the research and sharing it, um, because the raw data doesn't mean a lot to people who are not into genealogy, you know, usually the, the rest of the family. But if you can write up a story, if you can write it up, then that will um, perhaps attract them. So um, the professional genealogist, as well as um, the guide to genealogical writing, both of those are excellent. Um, numbering your genealogy. Again, we have to be able to understand how all the, everyone fits into the family and numbering your genealogy. You need to do, do it the right way. Um, Evidence explained, of course, right? That's um, like the Bible. Cita- citations, <laughs> yep, how to cite your sources. Um, and it also explains why, what those sources are and, and, and how to um, analyze the documents as well. Right. Analyzing evidence as well. So right. that's um, the first little part of that book is very important. And then you have uh, number six on your list mm-hmm. is Mastering Genealogical Proof yep. by Thomas Jones. Mm-hmm. And if if y'all have a chance to hear him speak, mm-hmm. he's so good. He's great. Yes. He's so good. Yes. Um, but not only that book, but also uh, Mastering Genealogical Documentation mm-hmm. is also right. by him. That's another right. one that kind of goes mm-hmm. hand in hand with that. That's a good one to have as well. Maybe I should put that one. I need to put that one on my Christmas list, actually. There you go. Yeah. We added one to your <laughs> we list. We did. We did. Um, Elements of Genealogical Analysis by Anderson. Um, Black's Law Dictionary. It's nice to have the Law Dictionary to um, reference when you're looking at some of the older um, court records. They're talking about terms, legal terms, and maybe legal terms that are no longer used. So if you can find used a third edition or fourth edition of Black's Law Dictionary, if you get the more current, I think seven or eight, I don't know how many, what's out there now, it's, you're going to lose some of those older terms, so you want the the more um, the older editions, um, but that can be very helpful, especially if you're going to be doing um, court records. Um, also, another um, great dictionary is A to Zach, the dictionary for genealogists and historians, and that also has a lot of those older terms. If you're going down, um, some of the medical terms are in those older medical terms that, that we don't use anymore. Or if you're looking at a inventory from a probate, and you're like, well, what is you know what is this? Because they've got um, uh, they're using an old term for something or something that we don't use anymore. You know, tools and things like that. You'll be able to find them in and the that's A to, a to Z A X. Correct. Zacks. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think did we get? Oh, and then we talked about the researcher's guide. The guide to genealogical mm-hmm. writing. The Guide to Genealogical Writing, we talked about that one. So I think that's my 11. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to throw in a couple on top of that. Um, We haven't talked about DNA on this blog because we're not good at it. (laughs) (laughs) 
we can all follow along. But um, two books, and I have both of these, and I'm you know working my way through slowly, mm-hmm. is The Guide to DNA Testing and Genetic Genealogy by Blaine Bettinger. Mm-hmm. That is a top-rated book. And along with that is The Genetic Genealogy, Genetic Genealogy in Practice by Blaine Bettinger and Debbie Parker. So those kind of go hand in hand. Those are two good ones to If you're interested in DNA and wanting to get into DNA, you have to get those books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you mentioned The Source, uh, which is a guidebook to American mm-hmm. Genealogy by Loretta, yes. Loretto Dennis Zucks, S-Z-U-C-S. I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce that last name correctly or the next one. And Sandra... Hargreaves um, Lubbing. I'm going I'm to mess those names up. So sorry, but we will have <laughs> we'll have them all written out. Um, we'll do a blog post that has everything in it, so you'll be able to find all these books. And all these books are also on our Amazon storefront, mm. which you can just go to Amazon.com/shop/slash/genia-happy-hour. G-E-N-E-A Happy Hour. That's what they assigned us. They didn't give us genealogy happy hour. I can't change it. <laughs> I don't have a... They were like, oh, if you have a YouTube channel. I'm like, I don't have a YouTube channel. So um, we're stuck with genia happy hour. So that's where we are in our storefront. And we would greatly appreciate if um, if you purchase any of these books that you purchase through us. We do our... Our, blog, our podcast at no sponsorships and ad-free. So we're kind of... Mm-hmm. Doing it ourselves, so any little support, uh, we greatly appreciate. Yep. And we'll have ends, so all of these books are on there. All these books are on there. And we also have all the genealogical fiction that we like on there, too, and some other fiction. All of Nathan Dylan Goodwin's books are on there. Um, Steve Robinson is on there. And Mm -hmm. there's some new ones that I just discovered that I'm going to try and add to my wish list, but I threw them up there. And you know, and well. those are great because you, you're learning on those as well. I mean, when I read any of Nathan's books, I'm always like thinking, you know, oh, what about this? And, you know, and then you see, um, what's his name, Morton Ferrier. Yeah. That you yeah. know, he's doing what I'm thinking. You know, I'm thinking how to solve it, just like Morton Ferrier is yes. thinking how to solve the genealogical problem on there. So, yes. yeah, it really does. Um, you know, get you thinking. Yeah, they're fun. I'm, and, I'm, I'm excited to try a couple of new authors just to see what what their process is too, and mm-hmm. how how their yeah. characters um, mm-hmm. follow these mysteries because it's right. always a mystery, and I love a good mystery. Yeah. And that's what genealogy is. It's a big mystery. It is. We have to solve them. Yes. Yes. One person at a time. <laughs> so we would like to throw out to you Merry Christmas mm-hmm. and or Happy Holidays for yep. whatever you're celebrating Absolutely. this um, holiday season. And if you have a, a book that you have found particularly useful mm-hmm. that you would like to share with everybody, mm-hmm. please let us know, mm-hmm. and we will add it to our list and share it with everyone. Or if you have a great uh, resource for uh, continuing education, education. Mm-hmm. that we did not mention that um, needs to be out there, please let us know, yep. and we will promote that as well. Absolutely. So, happy holidays. And happy New Year. Until next, next year. Until next year. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.